0: Last time on Dice Funk.
1: Hi, I'm
2: Dio. Hello. My name is Fortunato. Who
3: who told you to kill kill anyone who came uh, trying try and attack anyone who came in here not knowing that we shouldn't be in here? What what's what's
2: up? The research team from the old world. They found secrets left by the old gods, dangerous ones, and tasked me with protecting them from marauders and thieves.
1: So our flat earth exists on top of a tree stump.
4: It's not just that the gods created the new world; They are the new world. I am
3: fascinated to find out what's in there, but also I don't want to hog all of the life-changing moments, and I'm pretty sure I have a piece of the world tree here. So I feel like I've done my having a life-changing moment for the day. I probably shouldn't hog all of them. That seems like a bad plan.
4: So as soon as it's open a crack enough to see... Uh, Something lashes out at you from inside and, like, strikes you, Zana, uh, in the, like, face. (gasps) And you stumble back and everyone sees what appears to be the circulatory system of a humanoid body.
5: Is that on my face or?
4: So veins and arteries... Uh, You said you were like, I want a drink of the blood. Uh, You get more than you bargained for because the remains of the god of nature, the third generation god, Halas, uh, their earthly remains.
5: I grab the heart. You grab the heart? I grab the heart and bite into it. (laughs) And my mouth opens up a little too far, like farther than you think should be. And then my <laughs> teeth are just a little bit too sharp. And it's up to you guys to see if you want to notice that or not. But that's
6: it. <laughs> hot, it's hot a bullshit. little bit
5: too. My mouth opens just a little bit too far. <laughs> and my teeth are just a little bit too sharp. And then I bite into it. And I start sucking the blood out of the circulatory system.
4: I was going to say you grab the heart and the heart grabs you back. because if oh, you of Oh, it's start- like
5: a loving. Okay, it's lovingly giving me the blood as I suck it out.
4: It essentially sinks in through your skin, not leaving a mark or wound, and maybe you're covered in blood when it's over.
5: Yeah, like down my chin, but in like a hot way.
4: Dio isn't horrified. They're really just observing. Uh, But otherwise, there is no indication that anything bad happened to you. Uh, Zana, you gained two levels.
7: (laughs) (laughs) I saw a spark against the dark And we erupt, but it's a slow burn We take our chance, and start to dance can see enough, to know to turn around The sound of a bonfire carries over fences Titillates our senses, but we don't need the heat A chill wind is pushing you into me And it's looking like we might be burning Might be burning, might be burning down we're bonfire. We keep putting in. We keep
1: putting in. I'm nearly at the end of uh, Dawn of We're Everything by Graeber. And he just started talking about this fire. stretch of land called the American Bottom. And I was like, oh, I know her.
8: <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're bad. <sighs> <laughs> I'm so bad. <laughs> I'm naughty and cool, and I have cool, naughty friends. <laughs> <laughs>
5: By the way, I lied. I'm actually eating the edible right now, but I didn't want anyone to tell me to stop. <laughs> <laughs>
6: oh,
3: look, we've we we've, we've all been. There. I mean, we've none of us have been there. We all follow the laws in our mm-hmm. applicable places.
1: Every law, every yeah. single law. I.
8: Yeah, I don't use marijuana because I want to go to heaven. So
3: I'm the I'm the opposite of macavity from Cats. I've followed every human
5: law. <laughs> weed is legal where I am, but I want you all to know I did buy it from a person and not a shop. <gasps> You're welcome.
8: Yeah, I um I, I I stopped smoking weed when it became legal because it's not cool anymore. <laughs>
3: You know what is cool? Dungeons and Dragons.
1: <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons is only cool if you buy it for a 17-year-old the back of a <laughs> Oh, I did just rail some crushed up
8: molly, though. I hope that's okay. <laughs>
5: <laughs> At least in Chicago, everyone who does Dungeons and Dragons is like a polyamorous dungeon kink freak. So it's like, who is the cool one?
1: Dungeons and daddies.
5: Yeah, exactly.
3: Look, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you the secret about the link between polyamory and D and D, because there is a link there. One hundred percent people get it, and I I'm allowed to say this is someone that's in a polyamorous relationship. <laughs> you get into polyamory so that you have enough people to do a regular D and D session <laughs> with. It's the only way to get a regular in person game going.
4: I mean, to circle back to Graber, who we were discussing at the beginning. Uh, I was reading the Utopia of Rules, and Graber dis- discusses D and D as an example of anarchism. Um, and how, like, a and d party is, like, a, a kind of unit of a non-hierarchical, goal-oriented, like, uh, task-solving. Um, so Absolutely. R.I.P. to a real yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. I love- he died recently. <laughs> Absolutely. He was the best boy.
1: Um, it's very sad. Utopia of Rules especially does whip, and it's a, a lesser-known one. So I'm glad to shout it out. Um, yeah. I was just talking with um, Emmy from People Against Prisons Otero, and uh, she was saying that, like, uh, a lot of organizations suffer from like the structure. Uh, the, sorry, the tyranny of structurelessness, where like people think that they should all be able to do all the jobs and like not do different jobs. And like the number one thing I immediately thought of was a D anD like group. Yeah. It's just like you could, you're telling a story together. No one has like truly more power like if the dm was just utterly bullshit and was like by the way you just all die then any player could just be like okay by the way fuck you my character lives
3: <laughs> we we walk away and finish the story somewhere else cuz there's no power yeah
1: exactly
4: <laughs> yeah last we left the adventure the team found some underground chambers which turned out to be the tomb of a dead god, you saw a basically a projection and a, like a light show that showed how the the old world uh, ended and the gods gave their lives to create the new world, except for at the edge of Arabella, one area which was not created because the god walked off, and now you all have this opportunity to race across the continent and find. This, this missing person and then this uncreated land. And there's a, there's a big race now. And all, but all along the way, there are these uh, reliquaries. You, fa- you found that the dead gods have left behind uh, body parts, which you can absorb for power. And the last thing that happened was Zana, you opened up the stone coffin of Halas, god of nature. And the circulatory system jumped out, latched onto you and then began uh, integrating with your body uh giving you who knows what kind of powers
3: well see that's that's pretty cool <laughs> but i got a bit i got a bit of wood last week so who's really had the most interesting week
8: here <laughs> okay but you got a piece
5: of wood off of the world tree so it's like yeah but i
1: i almost died because i looked at the world tree so <laughs>
6: <laughs>
1: and the week before that i grew a leaf so... wow. yeah no i think i'm the most ahead, honestly.
4: It's not a competition. <laughs> it, is, it is a
3: competition, and I think that Dio's winning.
1: <laughs> Plus, I've gotten to, like so many others in this comp- call right now, I've gotten to level up uh, between between episodes here, and I added something uh, game-changing. Something just, just magical that I know Austin is just going to love, um, <laughs> which <laughs> is an ability called Beast Speech, which... <laughs> Allows me to cast speak with animals without using a slot.
5: Have you seen Castle in the Sky?
1: Yeah, of course.
5: Oh, you're like the... But uh, have you read
1: the manga? The The manga is Gulliver's Travels.
5: Oh. Oh. Um, <laughs> or, yeah, the Studio Ghibli one with the robots walking around in the garden. That's you.
1: Yeah, that's. Uh, that was... I pictured that a lot when I was thinking about Dio. But I think Dio is
4: more of a human shape. But I still... I like that kind of vibe. So as a level two warlock, you get some, uh, I think they're called invocations. Yeah. Uh, one of which is beast speech, so you can talk to animals. I do want to say that uh, long-time listeners uh, will know that in the old world, because of a mad scientist, a lot of animals became awakened, which is a and d term for, like, smarter than your average animal. Here in the new world, uh, they're animal intelligence, so we're going to have a lot fewer a long kind of circuitous <laughs> philosophical conversations with every rodent you come across. Listen, <laughs> so, I don't want to I don't want to talk philosophy with Brian, but
1: I do I do want to talk to Brian. I'll, so
3: I'll say this. I'm honestly most intrigued to eventually find out whether these animals are more or less talkative than the plants.
1: Ah, which which true. of them's going to
3: have more or less to say? Come on, Austin! Don't short sell me here. Have have talkative plants. Go on.
5: I always imagine talking to plants or animals is like getting sensory feelings. Like they're not going to tell you something; they're going to share the experience of feeling the wind or something. I appreciate
3: that, but I also <laughs> want to know what accent a ficus has.
1: I loved I loved Austin's description last season uh, of uh, uh, um the the killer centipede what it was thinking because its intelligence was like three or four
4: and he was just like
1: yeah it's saying kill kill eat 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 kill 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 kill, kill.
4: <laughs> <was> yeah it. <laughs> I just looked it up and druids you won't get to speak to plants until level five which is rough for your character I thought it was level four I got it is it well here comes the book again maybe I'm
3: wrong I think it I think it's cantrips and then four levels in I get speak with plants maybe question mark
4: Uh, Speak With Plants is a third level spell, which you get at level five.
3: Oh, you mean character level five. Okay, yeah. That's fine. I knew I had it before spell level five.
4: We can can talk about this more during your level up, Laura. But yes, as Sophie noted, everyone is leveled up. We're level two. Do we want to discuss this first? Because normally we have something called like-
5: I'm level three.
1: The other, um, the other thing I added was that my uh, Eldritch Blast is more powerful. I th- I've been leaning on the blasting, so I thought, why not make my blasting stronger? <laughs> You've been getting a lot of those ads about making your blast stronger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dio, Dio started taking oh. T-Drive and now can add their um, charisma to make their load Ooh. huge.
5: <laughs> is that People... what they're taking on those ads, like make yours come huge with the, with the glass being filled
2: up?
1: <laughs> yeah, I kept on getting I keep on getting these T drive ads, which are r- hilarious because like it must be that the it must be that the fucking uh, creepy cookies that like watch what I'm typing. Uh, have noticed me talking about my hormone levels and are like, this person clearly, clearly wants to have huge loads.
3: <laughs> um, so, for people who are new to listening to Dice Funk, we, le- we level up on a milestone system, so like at the end of little narrative arcs, we'll get a level up. We don't do it by experience, because that's for fucking nerds. Yeah.
1: When do our l- loads get bigger?
8: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> anytime that you yeah, anytime that you come bigger, you uh, level up. <laughs> <laughs> also, Sophie, I love with those uh, ads. Like, there's like people being like, "This really like helped the relationship." Like, I'm trying to imagine the relationship of like the guy who's like his wife is gonna leave him unless that he, unless he can like come at least a cup of jizz. Uh,
5: <laughs> Did you guys ever watch the show The Magicians with the cum uh, magic system? <laughs> yeah, there's a cum. Was, yeah. I mean, I, like, don't want to tell you, oh my god, don't do that, Sophie. Austin, Austin, do we
3: want to all talk about our level ups at the start and then do what we're doing this week, or do we do that organically as we go through the story? I love that Laura's
4: the cum police who keeps trying to bust in and stop us from talking about it.
3: (laughs) Austin, Austin, I'm not the cum police. I have a thing called the cum face game in my office. (laughs) I'm not the cum police, but... Uh-huh. I've got or maybe be she porn- is, and you've... Nope, never mind.
4: Uh-huh. It's a time Stop. and place to
3: come chat. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Sophie's just putting nasty-ass pictures. They're not exactly pornographic. They just look like they are. This is a nightmare.
5: From but- Disney movies. From Disney movies. Uh-huh. <laughs> Mulan with her mouth full of white liquid, and then a baby fox... So- Austin getting Milk squirted at it. Austin,
3: uh-huh. we're ten minutes into the episode and half an hour into recording. What
4: what adventures are we doing today? Okay, so I mean the opening image is you're all standing around the stone sarcophagus, uh blood is dripping from Zona's chin, much like Mulan in this picture that Sophie <laughs> <laughs> shared with us, but it's blood instead. Um I assume everyone's freaked out, and then uh you're like you know, I mean, you can respond, but y- you aren't in any pain or any discomfort or distress, so um Dio, d- Dio
1: isn't freaked out. they go,, uh, so how often does this happen?
5: Eating a heart
1: Everything I just saw.
5: Um, most experiences in life are never been done before. So congratulations.
1: Dio looks at uh, Dark Justice for a while, <laughs> contemplating whether to react the way that Dark Justice reacted to the, uh, the world tree. Um, it's like the strongest reaction they've seen to anything before. Uh, and this seemed like an extreme thing. And they're just like, is this how people react to things?
3: So Juniper, Juniper's response is... I, th- I think the default response is to pull out the piece of the, uh, the world tree and hold it much like someone who was trying to ward off a vampire might hold a cross. Just sort of <laughs> just holding it a distance just in case.
5: Is everything okay? I ate the heart, but also the art the heart ate me. So it's like, did I really do anything wrong? I I, I don't know if you did anything wrong, but that's also not
3: reassuring.
1: Is anything ever wrong? That's just relative.
3: Exactly. Um- Hey, so can can you have conversations with the circulatory system that just jumped inside of you that feels important is 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 it aware it's in there?
5: Um, I don't know. let me check. I feel like I have like a lot of people in here one second. <laughs> Should I roll perception. That's...
4: Uh, well, there's a couple of different ways we can do this. I think actually you can walk us through your level up and, uh, any ways that may manifest. So for example, if part of leveling up is that like you get some kind of, vi- there's a visual effect, like you can, I don't know, sprout, uh, veins and arteries from your fingertips or something, you can describe <gasps> that. Or if you're just normal and everything's fine, that can be, it's up to you how the flavor doing
1: works. A goddamn JoJo's to us again, you son of a bitch, Yoski.
4: <laughs> he can't keep getting away with it. <laughs> Can
3: Juniper roll, like, insight or something on that comment about thinking there might be multiple people in there? Juniper wants to know if that's a joke or not.
5: <laughs> this isn't, like, a intimidation. It's, like, insight, right? It's different.
3: Yeah. Um. Yeah, Jun- Juniper is trying to get a... Okay, Juniper is trying to get a sense of whether that meant something or was just... And I mean, look, this... Your, your character does just fuck with people sometimes, so you're just gonna try and brush it off.
5: Um, so I like Austin's idea. Um, yeah, I think uh, the heart always stays anchored inside, but if I want to, the circulatory system can branch out out of me. I don't know what it can do, but it's cool. <laughs>
4: The, the mechanical effect is that you gained a level in another class. Uh, the ones I had in mind, because this is the the circulatory system of the god of nature, was either a ranger or a druid level. You, however, you do not have the wisdom to take a druid level just because of the way multi-classing works. But you did have the dexterity for ranger, so you got that level in ranger, which means you get a bunch more health. Rangers have a pretty big hit die, uh, and you get some other features here. Uh, you can read them for the audience if you want, or we can... Uh, Talk about what spells you took, because you also got a bard level. So you're a level higher than everyone.
5: You're just the best
3: now. So much better than everyone else.
5: (laughs) Um, I am nervous and stupid. So no, Austin can.
4: (laughs) I mean, as your second level bard, you got jack of all trades and song of rest. Jack of all trades just means that even the things you're not proficient with, you're still better than average at. So you got all that math baked in. I did that for you on your sheet.
3: You get like half proficiency for free on all the stuff you're not proficient in.
4: And song of rest means when everyone does short rests, uh, in addition to the healing they get from rolling their own die, uh, their dice, which is plural. I should know that. I do a dice-based podcast. I should uh, I should not keep <laughs> saying die and dice in the wrong <laughs> situations. Uh, they get an additional d6. That dice actually grows as you level up. But right now everyone's going to heal more. Uh, be just being around you uh so that's what you get for being a bard um as for your ranger level you got uh from getting the circulatory system of the god of nature uh you get ranger features such as natural explorer uh you are a master of navigating the natural world and you react with swift and decisive action when attacked you ignore difficult terrain you have advantage on initiative rolls on your first turn during combat you have advantage on attack rolls against creatures that not have not yet acted in addition you are skilled at navigating the wilderness you gain the following benefits when traveling for an hour or more difficult trade doesn't slow you down your group can't become lost except by magical means uh like this is a huge list here it's on uh the second page so
5: i'm i'm role-playing that um my circulatory system came out and just kind of like mimed that to
6: everyone,
5: <laughs> <laughs> and I was, and I too was also nodding along. Like, yeah, okay. And everyone's just like, yeah, it's just a bunch of veins floating around, and you guys just get the idea.
4: Uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see this probably if, if that's a flavor we're going with. When you get outside and start doing stuff in nature, you can definitely put that flavor into practice. We do have a choice to make here. You get a favorite enemy. Uh, beast, fey, humanoids, monstrosity, or undead, you gain a plus two bonus to damage rolls with weapon attacks against the, cru- the chosen creature. Additionally, you have an advantage on wisdom checks to track your favorite enemy. So people or animals, basically. Do you want to be a hunter of people or a hunter of animals?
5: Oof. I'm trying to think about what we have more of and what you consider a person.
4: Uh, fuck. That's so
1: cool. <laughs> <laughs> It's like The Witcher. It's great.
4: Uh huh. It's my favorite thing. I mean, I'm telling. I I I've narrowed it down for you from that list just because those are the two things you're going to be seeing this season. Okay,
5: like- monsters or beasts. I want to be plus against beasts. I guess.
4: All right. So the, that's all the stuff Zana got, and you have this flavor where the these arteries can like poke out of your body, not leaving like a wound, and they can like you know survey the area, and that'll allow you to track and uh, do all that stuff uh, rangers do. So everyone sees that, and they're like, wow, incredible. Uh,
1: <laughs> Diofus checks with others whether it's incredible and then says it's incredible.
3: It It is incredible, Juniper will reassure.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Juniper, I guess it's time to talk about your level up. Um, we normally do a downtime episode if you've listened to past seasons. This time, we're not really going to do that. We're just talking about it just kind of the way you would at a normal table, just because there's not like... Uh, a city or a town to go back to and, like, get drinks and, like, hang out. Like, it's it's just this season doesn't lend itself to it, so it's a kind of a, a format uh, departure for us. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs>
3: uh, yeah, so Juniper is now a level 2 druid. Um, I'll start by getting out the way the thing that I can now do that isn't to do with my level up. Because of my little fragment of the Yidrassil, I now get advantage on nature checks. So um, I'm starting to get a vibe for what's going on up here.
4: Yeah, so last episode you picked up that piece. That's like a piece of bark. It's just like it fits in your hand. That's how small it is. But notably, it's alive in the way like plant material can be, you know, like, like separated from what's like bon- bonsai or...
3: Yeah, the way it would be if it still had roots in the ground.
4: Exactly. And your understanding is that the rest of the Yggdrasil upon which the world is like balanced is dead. It's a dead trunk. And so that's what's special about it is that this little piece is alive still. Um, Now, the question is, I said last episode, I think after we finished recording, that could give you advantage on nature checks, which makes sense. You're a plant person. It does occur to me, though, as we mentioned earlier, that you're not going to get talk to plants for a long time. Do you want to have to
1: be a plant person?
4: (laughs) Do you want to be able to talk to plants? And we can say that's the effect that this gives you is like it it, it recalibrates your magic such that you can attune to the plants of this world. This is the one opportunity I will give you.
3: I like that as an opportunity, but I'm trying to balance it with is it more interesting for Juniper to not have access to that for a while? Or
4: Yeah, because then that basically that means that arc ends here if we didn't make that choice, or we can play it out.
3: Um I'm gonna take you up on having that now. Because while if I hadn't had access to it for a while, I I had an idea of what I could do with it. But I also have an idea of what I can do with having it unexpectedly early. I have a plan for that, actually, so you know what? In that case, Juniper can talk to plants again. Hooray! Uh, this this fragment of the Idracell is tucked inside one of her gardening gloves. Um, it is just gonna be right in there on the palm inside the glove, I think, is is where it's going to be just so that it's constantly in contact. Um, But yeah, the other stuff I get for my level up, I now have Wild Shape, where this is just a thing that druids can do. I can turn into the shape of certain animals. Um, There's a lot of restrictions on what I can turn into, but I can turn into some animals occasionally now. I also picked my druid circle, um, which is sort of specializing what kind of druid you're going to be. I am a circle of the land druid uh, that has focused on forest as my uh, favoured druid location, which I think makes sense considering we are currently in a a location in a forest and I just got my piece of a big tree. Um, I get a couple of things for, for specializing that way. I get a bonus cantrip, I now know Shillelagh, um, which allows me to basically be okay at melee attacks, as a as a spellcaster. Um, and I have Natural Recovery, which allows me to recover some spell slots upon short rests, which is uh, very appreciated. Um, and the last thing I did is I got um, another spell slot and I
4: learned Goodberry. So one of the, uh, I mean, there are many upsides to re- get recording often enough that you get a buffer so that if something goes wrong, uh, there's still an episode, but the downside is that we don't get the feedback immediately. So if you've been, sc- oh, yeah. if you've been screaming <laughs> at us for weeks that uh, Juniper had too many spell slots.
3: Uh, yeah. So I, c- I can tell you why that is. Juniper's spell sheet was originally level eight and then had to level down to level one. <laughs> and I forgot to tweak one of the spell slot levels. Well, I thought I had more slots than I did. It's fixed now.
4: Yeah. So everything should be fixed there, but uh, Juniper, you got some cool stuff. You're a circle of the land druid. You talk to plants now. More slots. You can turn your mitts into a weapon and punch now. Yeah.
3: Um. So for context, I very specifically don't want Juniper to know yet that she can talk to plants again now. Sick. I'm... Because I'm we're, we're underground. There's no plants around at this exact second. I think we're going to... We'll we'll give it a second.
4: Yeah, so Shillelagh, for those not uh, familiar with this D&D spell, it's like the signature cantrip of druids. The wood of a club or quarterstaff you're holding is imbued with nature's power. For the duration, you can use your spellcasting ability instead of strength, or uh, for the attack and damage roll of a melee weapon, and the damage die becomes a D8, which is a rapier. So basically, uh, you can become a melee fighter. You're not incredible at it, but you're not half bad. And I think the You get to bonk. The wooden item you have is that sliver of the Yggdrasil, so I don't know if that's what you're, if you're kind of shanking people with God. <laughs> that's so I, badass.
3: I don't even think necessarily shanking with it, but I think it's just there is wood in my palm as I do a hit, I think is sort of flavor-wise. But um, yeah, yeah. I I like the idea of shillelagh specifically for Juniper because... Juniper's a very bounce-around, agile kind of character, and I like the thought of them being able to sort of bounce-punch, bounce-punch sort of ping-pong around a room. Uh, so, huge. Huge for uh,
8: Dark Justice here. I no longer only have four hit points, I now have five. Oh
1: my
3: god, what a relief. <laughs> <laughs> this is- I mean, I'm, I honestly, I feel like I'm a little OP at this point. So, so that's a. I'm, I'm, I have to assume it's a negative four ring constitution, right? Um, yeah, negative four ring constitution. Yeah. Yeah, and you've been taking the static rather than rolling.
4: Cool. (laughs) So, in the history of the show, we've never had anyone dump constitution. So, I think this is. I mean, it's just for novelty's sake as well. I really like that this character has that. We've never done this before, and it also exposes kind of the one quirk. Of fifth edition, because everything is like really cleanly, evenly balanced, basically to have a a like mechanistic approach where you like basically always have a correct choice you should be making for your class. Mm. Uh, But it's just very funny that Constitution is like the one outlier where it's like if your con uh, ability modifier is bad, your character is just so so fragile in a way no other (laughs) no other way you can be that bad. I mean, I yeah I, I, I did not
8: know the Constitution <laughs> did that, but also I do think it fits very well as like uh, uh, Vimble being this uh, uh, very uh, uh, frail uh, like sort of Victorian child type character. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I, it, it puts some beautiful context on that first episode where Dark Justice was like, yes, let's pick a fight with the people we're way under level to fight. We can take him. We've got this. Oh, you've all got more than one HP? <laughs> fuck. Oh, fuck. Let's come
1: back <laughs> tonight. <laughs> I, have, I have only one negative stat in its dexterity, which is why I've been playing Dio as just, like, smashing through stuff and f- fell over it and crushed an orc into goo and, like,
4: yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah at the second level of rogue you get what's called a cunning action which is something you can do as your bonus action um basically to, to make this as simple as possible on your turn you before you had to choose between hiding and throwing your darts now you can do both which is just gonna make you you you're basically the dps of the party you your glass cannon because you can hide as your bonus action and then start throwing your darts from stealth and your whole your whole entire uh, character is built around a uh, procking sneak attack which you get if you're in stealth so you are gonna get that d6 plus the damage of your darts basically every turn and you're also gonna be like unhittable uh if someone does lay a hand on you you're gonna oh shatter <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh but otherwise your your characters i mean if as long as you to do the thing it's built to do it should be pretty cool
3: yeah we We're now going to have to do the thing that you do in MMOs where we just spend our entire time shouting, protect the DPS, protect the DPS.
4: (laughs) Um, All right, so we spent a lot of time talking about numbers, but let's get the narrative back on rails. You're all standing in front of the sarcophagus. Uh, Red and uh, Fortunato are there, and they're aghast at this thing that's happened with Zana, but uh, Zana reassures everyone.
5: Oh, it's not a big deal I say as from the anchored heart inside me veins float through the air. This is fine. Um, I'm glad. To t- oh, okay. I'm
3: glad. To t- I'm I'm glad to hear you say that, but I'm not convinced that we're not going to at some point wake up and just like, oh yeah, no that thing's puppeting you around. Oops, you're on some strings.
5: <laughs> First of all, how dare you think anything would puppet me? Second of all, I really think I could make this look work. So I would appreciate some support.
3: <laughs> hey, hey, circulatory system. Um, if, you, if you're capable of puppeting Zana now, it'd be cool to let us sh- show it off. It'd be a cool party trick.
5: Go ahead and try circulatory system. Go ahead and try. <laughs> Stronger people have tried and they couldn't. So <laughs> go ahead. I'll rip you out. I don't care.
1: I'm... I just found out that I'm me and you know, I'm in my body. And now you're you and you're in your body, but also like, so is it like, <laughs> that's weird.
5: Yeah, st.ience is kind of like a huge, huge bummer. That's why we made up religion to cope with it.
1: <laughs> but like, you're you and you're in your body, but it is it and it's in your body. And it, like, maybe it's you, but maybe it's like
3: something else.
5: Yeah, it's like a party in here now.
3: Oh. Damn. Look, Jun- Juniper's just gonna start kicking off into a spiel about like um coexisting parasites in nature and symbiosis of species. Just really, really getting into the well, actually sometimes there's more than one organism works together and make it a bit of a thing. <sighs>
4: I like the idea that Sonia said that's why people made up religion as if you didn't just walk through the tomb of a mm-hmm. god. Like
3: <laughs> Yeah, but th- this is the circulatory system of a literal <laughs> god.
5: Yeah, but like a god is just a super powerful person, so whatever.
4: <laughs> Red says, "Yeah, uh, appears to be the size of it. So, uh we're going to go uh try to beat the first research team to the next tomb or" How y'all want to handle this?
3: Um, I am suddenly feeling very up for that plan. I just found a piece of the Yggdrasil in here. There's gonna be cool stuff up up here, and I'm gonna feel less at risk of everyone's plans getting me murdered if I have cool magical things.
4: When I kind of conceived of this season, there was kind of like two different ways I saw it going. One was kind of like Star Trek where you're just kind of bipping and bopping around and not really – not with the end goal, just getting into shenanigans the way the you know the original series or Next Generation do. The other was uh, kind of a specific race uh, to get somewhere before someone else uh, and – the thing is in like episode one vimble was like i don't give a shit about research i am absolutely not committing to uh discovery for its own sake so definitely pivoting to uh at the end of uh the the, at the end of arabella there is a piece of the world where uh the god the the god you saw last episode did not sacrifice themselves to make that part of the world um And so that is something that you definitely want to discover that person might still be alive and along the way are these tombs one in each biome which hold the the relics of the the dead gods relics in the catholic sense meaning body parts which you now see will be absorbed into your body and grant you phenomenal cosmic power
8: um, also, vimble has uh you know realized that like obviously, um because um his you know, like mommy and Daddy never told him about the uh, other researchers, this is part of some grand conspiracy, and that we mu- that like you know we have to stop them um like that 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 that's our you know heroic quest that we have to do is um stopping them because they are sh- surely up to no good
3: Ju- Juniper one hundred percent would have been up for bumbling around, exploring, research, doing Star Trek season, but also I think has very quickly realized that this group of people does not want that, and as much as Juniper may, may be here to learn, the rest of the party seems here to to pick fights, and if I can learn while picking fights... The rest of the party? Mm. Um... <laughs> I, I, look, not, not Dio, not Dio, but I'm... I, I don't know where you're getting that from. And Zana seems very happy for those fights to happen.
4: Here's an interesting wrinkle, though, because uh, in an earlier episode, Vimble, you promised Red a cushy job once you established capitalism up here, and that's why she followed you. She was just going to introduce you to the other research team, but now she's like, oh, no, this is, you know, this is my opportunity uh, to become somebody important to discover all this stuff and get power and prestige so you can have her on your side but then uh, Zana used deception on Fortunato to tell them actually you have Arabella's best interest in mind and that you want to discover all these secrets to keep them safe so Fortunato will follow you all however these two NPCs are mutually exclusive they will not work together
3: how come? Austin You, Austin I'm just going to say this now. You say this like there's any choice and we're not just going to pick the tall <laughs> the tall, strong lady.
5: Why won't they work together? I
3: know there's narrative consequences, but like, big tall lady.
4: Uh, because Red is like, yeah, I'm trying to get the bag. And Fortunato is like, I'm the first person born in the new world and it's my birthright to protect it and not exploit it. They are they are diametrically opposed, ideologically.
3: <laughs> so, yeah, either either one has been convinced, but you can't simultaneously go, Yes, I'm I'm but I'm both of what I told both of you I was. I don't know, it could be like one of those like sitcom episodes
8: where it's like you're like on a date <laughs> with two like people at the same restaurant and you're like going in and out of like the bathroom and stuff, you know? Oh my god. You could sort of do that.
5: Can can, can we just have like?
3: Can we can we have half the party walk six feet behind with the other NPC, (laughs) just not close enough to hear what the first NPC is saying? What could we have both if
8: we just ensure that they never talk to each other?
5: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we're gonna pick red, right?
8: I mean, I my vote is for we make sure that they never speak to one another. Failing that,
3: red. Look out! Laura, the player, very interested in Red staying with us, but I have to be like in character about it. And I think that Juniper, Juniper's a lot more torn because Red was very willing to be like, "Oh yeah, no, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna fucking fight you because you you freed for someone from servitude," and the other side is a person who's who's a happy research friend who's got research goals in mind. Maybe, um, for a research friend?
5: They're also not evil, which is a good balance.
1: Sophie the player wants to hang out with the cowboy lady. Uh, Dio is completely preoccupied with the notion that gods created things in this world, and things can be created by living entities with intention, and maybe something created them with intention, uh, seeing as there's all this weird shit in the world. Like Brian... And maybe they were made by something, and I also don't presume that they could have any say in uh, who who chooses to be around them.
8: Also, um, I'm, I'm just realizing um, Red has had a gun pointed at Vimbles' head for pretty much this entire time, so I feel like in character, Bimble <laughs> is not going to vote Red.
5: Um. So Zana. So I, as a person, want to hang out with my slime baby, but Zana already knows that she's breaking Red down into being her servant, in a way, and uh, wants <laughs> Red to stay because, um, what's his name? What's their name? Fortunato. Fortunato is a little bit more independent, so she doesn't like that.
4: Oh, this is great. So... There's a lot of different opinions here. Um, I think at this point, once everyone's like sure that Zana isn't like going to die or attack you, you all start walking back the way you came uh, through the dirt room uh, up the stairs. And then you get once you get to the top, you can see that it's raining in the, the jungle biome you, come, you came from. And so uh, if we need to have a conversation, we should have it here at the top of the stairs because everyone's like, well, I don't want to get wet. And also, you know, look at this incredible phenomenon. So so I'm sure at least one of you wants to study it a little bit, but this is like, in my mind's eye, everyone's kind of standing at the top of the stairs waiting for the rain to to die down.
3: Juniper's gonna gonna turn to Fortunato and just say, um, everyone else up here seems very, very interested in this place just being theirs, right? It's...
2: (laughs) Outsiders don't know anything but colonize, h- eat hot chip and lie. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't know why the rest of them don't see it. I, th- The first thing I thought when I got up here was that this place is... it's perfect. Like, I can't really put words to it. It... It needs protecting. And I feel like we're aligned on that. It's all we have
2: from now on. We have to learn to share it.
3: That we do. Well, mm, a lack of sharing of a world's resources doesn't take long to go badly.
4: Yeah, I mean... This isn't exactly a subtle dichotomy no. here in the choices. <laughs> no, I'm
3: I'm I'm putting I'm just trying to say it in character because I think this is I think this is why Juniper is maybe drawn to Fortunato being in the team.
4: Yeah, I don't. Red isn't like a blood bloodthirsty conquistador necessarily. She's more of like no. a per, a person who just justifies things by saying, like, oh, I'm just trying to, you know, look out for myself.
3: In indeed, whereas Juniper is is looking for people who this place as a whole is the important thing, and Fortunado seems to be on the same page there.
4: I just realized both Red and Fortunato have hats. Red is like a cowboy hat, and Fortunato has the the purple Cordoba we discussed last episode. So now I'm imagining they both are like poking their head out of the 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 ground into the rain, and their you know hats are getting uh, blasted kind of up by the rain as it goes, like reverse getting rained on. And it's just a really powerful image.
5: I just I just want to point out that Zana's wearing a skirt, and this feels weird as fuck. You know, it's weird feeling. All that water.
4: If anything, Zana, your blood hums like in time with the pitter patter of the rain on the leaves as it goes up, um, and you can feel like, oh yeah, this was the explicit creation of the last god of nature, whose blood now flows inside you. Like they gave their life to create this jungle and its weather and its, you know, its, cir- it's cycle of life, and now that bl- bl- heart is inside you, so.
5: Um, I don't know about all of you, but this rain feels, like, really good. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
3: I think, I think, as Xana says that, Juniper is gonna, like, stop and focus on the forest for a second. And I think this is the first moment that she realizes she can hear the plants again.
5: Can I, can I make a map with my, with my veins? Because that gives me plus to whatever.
4: You're not the map maker. <laughs> can't, you can't just be making maps right in front of Vimble? Well, <laughs> I mean, Vimble can't be making maps in front of Vimble.
3: Vimble's Vimble.
5: I just thought since you said I had like better, you know, skills at doing things. Um
4: specific specifically no, you do, but this is this is a function of your ranger level is what we're talking about here. Um I can read off this this thing you have, which is the natural explorer. Um, So, you can't become lost except by magical means, so you could go back exactly the way you came if you want to. Difficult terrain doesn't slow your group, so. um, Nothing's gonna slow us down leaving. When you forage, you find twice as much food as you normally would, so we're gonna have to talk about supplies. That's something. I know someone on this call took Goodberry, and we'll have words (laughs) later.
3: I I can untake Goodberry, but I'm a, look, I'm a plant-based druid and there's not many plant-based spells that come up and Goodberry's one of them.
1: I just keep shouting out that I'm immune to shit that Austin's making a big deal of the show. Like, I'm just like, (laughs) oh, Dio doesn't eat or sleep, don't worry about it. It's fine. Uh It's fine. It's all good.
4: For the audience, goodberry is a spell that uh, you, you when you make a little berry and then you can eat it and you aren't hungry anymore, which kind of defeats the uh, economy of resources. <laughs> but we'll, we'll talk about that because I think also there's a psychological toll of only eating one berry every day.
3: Exactly, and like I'm happy, Austin. If you want to have like a limitation on how many people in the party can be fed that way, and like I'm happy for there to be drawbacks, like that goodberry won't fix that completely.
5: What if Goodberry tasted like shit, so we only ate it when we had to? I,
3: I think that this is a early game problem solver that by the end is like, no, I'm not having fucking berries again.
4: Um, Alright, so there's a couple things on the table here. One, you have to choose between Red and Fortunato. Two, uh, Zano, you're looking out of the jungle and you want to make a roll... To know more about it, uh nature or survival, I guess. uh You can't get lost, so actually survival is not really an, uh, a thing right now. Let's try a nature roll just for Zana.
5: Oh, natural 21st one. Holy shit. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Zana's on fire. So the
5: tendrils of, of, uh, of veins come sprouting out of me. Remember, it's still anchored to where the heart is, and it just starts you know branching out into the air and swaying back and forth you know you can see the ends of the veins very fine like you know you know how the circulatory system like you know you go to body works and like they're like this is just the veins and it's kind of like looks like a sponge like that's how dense it is and it's all twinling around and then it sucks back into me and then what can i do austin
4: uh, with a crit so two things here actually probably three or four things a lot of things are happening one is the uh, pink ham sect you bonded with like lands on your shoulder remember that you can switch perspectives with it uh, at any time uh, your characters it's funny I, I have like there's all these bonuses the characters can get and you've just gotten them all you have the animal you have the, the, the blood of the I've got, dead I've god i got
3: the tree i got the tree you didn't get
4: the tree it's my tree you're not having my tree uh, but with a crit uh, you know everything everything there is to know about this uh jungle which because it was created by the person whose blood is inside you uh you know that it was created as a habitat for every kind of animal that this person wanted to see uh but that includes a food chain so if you all remember, I think two episodes ago when the hamsects were introduced, I said, oh, they're all fluttering around, fancy free, and uh, they wouldn't be doing this if there's predators because they're a small prey species. And that was uh, to indicate you were safe. Uh, you notice there are no ham sects out here right now. Uh, and with, it, with this crit, I'm going to tell you that when it rains, that's when the predators come out. Uh, the god of nature not only made these little cute, cherubic uh, prey animals, but also apex predators to hunt them.
5: Okay, so I take my hamsack and put it in my purse or backpack that looks like a purse. (laughs) It looks like a Birkin. Um, And I tell everyone, hey guys, um, the blood thingy says that they put predators when the rain falls up. So I think we should be aware of that, okay?
4: Specifically, because you create, I guess I want to to lay out something more schematic, which is that when the gods created animals for the new world, uh, like I said before, like the god of birds created birds, you know, the god of uh, fish created fish. That's that's all basic stuff. But some of the gods who had more, uh, you know, conceptual domains decided to get weird with it, and uh, including ones that are were specifically designed with their role. Uh, alongside sapient life in mind, which is to say they made uh, companion animals which are just like the what you know how it took you know millions of years for us to take wolves and make them into pugs What if they were just created as pugs? Uh, so just like perfect companion animals it took
1: us so long to ruin wolves.
4: <laughs> it took <laughs> us a while the gods skipped at the end of the line. They created uh, animals like the ham sect who are just genuinely really happy to see you and are like, are j- jazzed about your existence the way like domesticated dogs and cats are uh, but they also created uh, predator animals which w- cannot be tamed they are scientifically god magically created only to kill uh, in a way that you're like from your perspectives on it, you're like I don't know why you did that to me bro hey blood that's fucked up um <laughs> so what you're saying
3: is we can't have a like a mamacolian equivalent as a pet this season
4: I'm buzzing to tell all-
1: <laughs> <laughs> and what this creature looks like. <sighs> I'm so hyped. Oh
3: no, it's, uh, it's it's a it's a brutal vicious murder beast, but it's also just a cute purple blob. It's, it's a very small cute purple blob that is also very murdery.
5: Oh okay guys. so um, the blood thing said that some animals are created to be our best friend and that other animals are created only to kill. They didn't really give me a list of which is which. So I guess we're going to figure it out.
4: Also, you crit. So I guess I'll just say, don't take the gods as being infallible. Uh, they probably have fucked up a lot. I mean, literally, when they all got together to give their life to create this world, one of them was like, lol, no, I'm out, actually. So uh, if anything about this sounds problematic, uh, probably some of the gods agreed. Uh, um, so that's also, the thing. gods
5: <laughs> are stupid, I think. <laughs> think they might be dumb. <laughs> Look,
3: I don't know about the rest of you. Um Red, you seem really nice and I wanna to get to know you more and you're you're very tall and that's very good. But I'm just it I'm just I'm just a little learn and keep this place safe and I'm vibing with Fortunado. I'm sorry, you seem really cool. I, I, you're really tall.
1: <laughs> uh huh. Fortunato is really sneaky. I like that. That means Fortunato wins the vote because, uh. Yeah. Not to I mean, silence Mari.
3: And also, it doesn't have to be a vote necessarily because maybe if, if Zana says something and another character goes, actually, that's a good point, you know.
5: Well, I just think that Fortunato probably has their own things to do or whatever. And maybe, like, having Red ditch their job and their, like, whole life to come with us, and then we ditch them less than a day later is kind of rude. I'm, you know?
3: I'm, I don't want to ditch either of them. Have I mentioned again? She's very tall. Um, but I just I just want a research friend. I want to keep keep the planet safe, friend.
4: <laughs> Red says it's probably better this way, and we won't have to fight about who gets the sarcophagi and the next one.
3: That probably makes sense. Um, assuming, like, I'm guessing your plan isn't. I'm going to also go do that same thing, but just like five minutes ahead of us.
4: Oh yeah, I'm gonna head back to town get my Zor Black, and the race is on.
3: Oh, okay. well, you know what, that's actually okay because that means we get to see you again. And <laughs> Look, I don't mind if we're in a if we're in a competition, if it means I get to see you again. Aww. You're very tall. If this helps, uh, I don't know, but um, it, uh, I I've been thinking
1: uh, for the last five minutes about uh, creating things and people who create things and why they do that. and I now have a lot of questions that I uh, want to research. I can do research.
3: Hell yeah, team research. Team research, research. We're gonna learn so many things.
1: I'm having a a, a a quandary relating to existing and being some kind of be, being related uh,
3: moment in my brain. We can we can we can chat about that. I can talk to the plants again. Yay! I'm very excited to have time to sit, sit and chat to the plants. <gasps> I can talk to the plant on on you on, on top of your head.
1: That's That plant is You can already talk to that plant. That plant is me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hell
3: yeah, I can.
4: Well, no hard feelings, partners. I'm going to get to the next reliquary before y'all and the next one after that and absorb all the powers. So I hope you don't hold that against me. But uh, y'all ain't going to be able to mosey like I can on my mount. So... I'll save a seat for you at the edge of the world.
3: I mean, we're going to get there first, but, like, don't get there so far behind us that we don't get to say hi.
4: <laughs> you know, there's a fine line, I'm sure some of us on this call know this, between uh, <laughs> saying something in a degra- <laughs> in a degrading way,
1: but it's also still fun, I, you know? I feel like Juniper's open to being <laughs> degraded at this point. Um <laughs> You're looking for some kind of. Uh, you're looking for some kind of. Uh, that'd be the first time a city slicker uh, beat me <laughs> in a race, but we'll see.
4: Exactly. Uh, but yeah. she she's gonna like load up the. She has like a bandolier of bullets uh, under her jacket and like loads up the the gauntlets uh, on her hands and like starts walking back through the jungle. Um, the map you saw. Map is a strong word. The holographic projection you saw of all the gods giving their life to create Arabella. The section that's missing where the, the god walked off, uh, is in the far east. So you will need to go back the way you came, and then through the original, or around the original settlement, because you're wanted there. <laughs> I was gonna say through it, but that's actually not an option anymore.
3: Did did we not sort that by being friends with Red for five minutes?
4: Nope, you lost Home Gang. Shucks.
3: Yeah, but, yeah, but then we befriended. Yeah. Is, so is not the real that's... Home
4: Gang the friends we made along the way? <laughs> uh, so i'm just saying now you went to the west you'll need to go uh either north or south and around the original settlement and then eastward from here on out so it's a, it's a straight shot more or less from there on in but if anyone is trying to construct a mental map of this wacky race which is the, now the premise of this season uh as red walks off into the rainy jungle
5: can my like veins just point us which way we need to go
4: Yep, as a ranger, you can't get lost. Uh, so you can actually go back the way you came, and that's no rolls required. The problem is, is that the jungle is filled with predators.
3: Okay. Hmm. Well, wow, what can we do about
4: that? Uh. Well, because Zana crit, we. I guess you can communicate what they are. By which I mean, Sophie, what are the predators lurking in the jungle?
1: Well, the first one that there is that we see is very tall but not tall in the way that juniper enjoys red being tall but tall in the uh uh-oh kind of way um it's like it's got like six foot of legs um but it only has two legs so it's on these long Uh. stilt-like legs (laughs) Uh, and it
3: has a big tail Aust- Austen, we not. I, I said it's just a little purple blob, but it's it, it, it's
1: it's a predator. And We're the legs,
3: that, no,
1: no. the the legs are like chicken's legs, but huge, <laughs> and the tail is like the body of a snake, and then the head is like the head of a kitten, but huge, way bigger than it should be, <laughs> and it's got a and it's got a unicorn horn.
4: All right. So, do you want to tell the audience about this picture I put in the roll twenty? <laughs> oh yeah,
1: sure. <laughs> I just thought I just thought it was too good, and we have to actually have it in. Um, uh, Gurecka's unicorn at the Natural History Museum in Magdeburg, uh, Germany. Um, Otto von Gerke, uh by then mayor of Magdeburg, interpret. Uh, Interpretated, I think this is what the tweet says. Bones of a woolly <laughs> rhinoceros as those of a unicorn and presented the reconstruction in, in 1672. And it's just like a fucking, <laughs> just a head on top of some legs. <laughs> when this episode comes out, tail. I'll post it
4: in the Discord. But
1: yes, this <laughs> with a tail that's a spine. <laughs> with a unicorn horn. <laughs> so uh, that's what we're looking at. But it's got a kitten head. I think that would be good.
3: Yeah as soon as it was said that the head and the legs just connected to each other I was like oh no I've seen this thing I know what this is <laughs> I I've seen this abomination
4: yes this is what someone thought the bones of a woolly mammoth or a woolly rhinoceros would have looked like and they just attached the big legs to the head and the tail uh to the that point and it's incredible and so these things are stalking through the woods six foot legs it's like the it's basically like the baba yaga legs and then a kitten <laughs> head on top and then like a snake tail <laughs> yeah
1: i want to say i want to say something about how it moves which is that uh it likes to grab stuff with its tail and put it into the big the big kitten mouth uh and it's just not apparent where anything that it eats goes because there's the head is just on some legs um uh. and that's the magic of this creature <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah it doesn't have an obvious stomach or like excretory system or anything in fact it's uh, your blood you feel zana pumping through you you just like there's somehow an imperceptible chuckle of a heart murmur <laughs> where it's just like yeah I, went, I was a little wild with this one huh
5: Zana says, "Oh my god, yeah, (laughs) that's crazy." So, i I have a
3: mechanical question for you, Austin. Uh huh. Um, level two druid, I get wild shape. Yeah. I don't know what challenge rating any of the beasts we encounter are because they're not on the beast table.
4: Yeah, a thing about the uh, wild shape for druids is supposed to be animals you're familiar with, so I don't think we actually have to worry about you shifting into these new animals yet. Maybe in a later season, that can be a thing. But I... Mm, um, yeah. I blast them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? It's
1: my one move.
4: For sure. Do so you want to roll an attack then?
1: No, I'm not saying... I'm saying to Laura. I'm not saying... I'm not declaring an attack. I'm... De- <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to be clear about why I was being quiet. I, I have one move. I'm sorry. I, I, feel, I feel like I could sneak by them, but...
5: Yeah, we can't all though. Yeah. I can sneak sneak past them too, I think, but um
3: for juniper, I'm going to I'm going to try a thing. Austin, can I use speak with plants to get a sense of if the predators are in particular areas or any sort of sense of what might be a safe route?
4: Uh, yeah, I mean, that seems like the uh, textbook utility of the spell is to get getting uh, the ferns to snitch on on the animals in here.
3: Hey, look, I know your root system's connected. Like, one of these things has got to have peed on you recently and you've got to be aware of where they're going. Like, what's what's up? Cactus, tell me where they're at. (laughs)
4: So, Juniper, you take, you know, some steps into the rain to get to a nearby plant, and uh, the Yggdrasil in your uh, glove, uh, the little shard of it, you know, feels warm against your hand, and you, you can talk to a plant for the first time. How, how does this feel? Because this was, uh, you know, something you were worried about being able to do.
3: Um. So I think initially Juniper's just very excited at the prospect that this is on the table again. Like, ah, oh, hell yeah, this is going to be exactly like it was before. I'm going to be back to being, like, the person who's good at everything. Everything's going to be great. And... I don't think it's bad, but I think that Juniper's very quickly struck by how very different it is. Um Juniper had kind of... Like, Juniper had been j- joking in the first episode or two about like, ah oh, they just speak a different dialect up here. But I think that is very legitimately what is happening now that she's able to speak with plants. I think that it is all very foreign and distant and very different.
4: Yeah, the plants uh, call them elevators instead of lifts and chips instead of fries. Yeah. And it's just like... Yeah, we wheel wheelie bins. It's wild. <laughs> uh, but yes, the the plants speak very simply. I mean, they they don't use words or languages. It's it's pheromonal, I imagine, or also magical. So like your mag, your magic, uh, it Di- dialects like a, it's
3: not the right word for it. But you get the energy of what I'm going for.
4: Yeah, you send out magic that translates into pheromones. It sends out pheromones that are translated into magic, essentially. And uh, it's a simple conversation, just like you know, where's the predator. Uh, you know, northeast 12 meters or something, and then you can move up a little bit and ask the next plant. And, like, in this way, you can slowly make your way through the jungle. And because of uh, Zana's ranger ability, you can't get lost. So it's like you're slowly making your way through the rainy jungle. Um, but, like, every once in a while, you you hear, like, a crash of these six-foot chicken legs somewhere in the brush. Uh, and it's just, like, this very harrowing uh, kind of slow movement. Like it's, it's, it's.
5: It's kind of creepy just thinking about like a snake kitten just <laughs> coming out of the air. Uh-huh. You know, like they're way above. I I know they said you, you said six feet, but I'm imagining like twelve feet long legs
4: <laughs> so that they
5: can like come down and snatch you, and they come you. You just don't notice.
4: Uh, they could be really long. In the video game, you have to, like, do the stealth section, and when you get caught, they just fucking snap you up. Yeah. Like, really violently. <laughs> yeah. Like, when you get caught in The Last they of just, Us.
6: Yeah.
4: They just, pull, they just pull you into that
1: mouth, and you just, like, you just go somewhere, but you don't know where. Just, you're gone. <laughs> that's the end of the you. Um, I think, well, you know, they, they don't have to have long, long lives to do that. They can just be, they climb, They. that's the thing, is they climb up trees. So they snatch you when you're not expecting. Yeah. With that big snake tail, well,
8: I, I I imagine it's just like they use every part. Like they don't pee or poo just because like uh-huh. they just use all of it.
1: You know,
5: <laughs> I would like to think believe that like if they were in a bamboo forest and they stood very still, you would notice the difference between their, <laughs> their legs and the bamboo. Oh you are doing the and thing from Skull Island. so then, if Skull you brushed Island. up against one, you are gone. The
1: thing with the spider, the spider in Skull Island, right?
5: Uh, was it a spider? It was like a bit it was like a big white thing. I think. Some kind of
1: thing. Yeah, 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 yeah.
5: Uh, And I was upset they killed it.
1: Yeah, me too. I like that thing.
5: That thing didn't do anything. It didn't even attack them.
1: I love Sam's idea that they just use every bit, and so that they they get just proportionally bigger to what, (laughs) based on what they ate, but they usually only eat hamsect, so they usually don't get that much bigger each time.
8: Oh my god, yeah, no, every time they eat something, their legs get longer. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: it just goes every time every time one of these things which by the way uh, are called mittens um Oh. Every time a mittens eats something, it uh, it thinks, this is going straight to my leg. <laughs> <laughs> and it's right.
4: <laughs> and
1: it's completely right
4: about that. <laughs> Wait, even, it's singular mittens and plural mittens? Yes. Okay. <laughs> plural. Uh, yeah. One fish, two fish, one mittens, two mittens.
1: One mittens, mittens two mittens. No, no, it's plural mittens. Yeah, it's just, it's just mittens.
4: Yeah. Oh, my God. Alright, so you're making your way through the rainy jungle, slowly moving as Juniper talks to the plants to carve a safe path back uh, on on the way there. Does anybody say or do anything? So where did did you all come from?
5: We came from another world that's different from the world that you were made inside of. Also, I think your origin is from this world where a bunch of gods, like, killed themselves or whatever to make cool stuff. yeah yeah so like you're made out of a god's dead body i think kind of but like this whole place is so you're not special or anything
4: who made your world
3: how common knowledge is that austin would we as um,
4: roll a reli- would we as, roll religion
5: yeah yeah
3: i want to roll religion
5: yeah
3: Oh, I've got a negative in that. It'll be fine.
5: Critical fail. All right. So somehow, (laughs) how do I say that so wrong?
1: (laughs) What's the wrongest you can get it?
5: Uh, I got a crit, 19. <laughs> what the fuck?
1: You know Zana would say something despite knowing the opposite of the truth.
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, so, like, we're from, like, a different world that's better, obviously, and it was created um, by, I think, my dad. And, <laughs> um, like, he, like, invented it, you know? So, like, I am a princess.
3: I, I would listen to what people who read books have said.
5: My dad created it, Dio. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dio's looking between, between Zano and Juniper. Can I
5: attempt to roll Persuasion? I'm gonna roll Persuasion my... too!
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm never gonna
1: it's beat well you on that roll! it is a blank slate and absolutely is open to a Persuasion contest.
5: <laughs> 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 I rolled a 10!
3: <laughs> Come on, here we go. Uh, what's mine? No modifier. Oh. Eleven. <laughs>
6: okay, just. <stop. laughs>
1: I'm sure your dad is like really cool and smart, but I feel like Juniper is telling me the truth.
5: Are you calling me a liar? <laughs> I I mean I'm
3: I'm I'm gonna call you a liar, just a little bit.
5: Whatever.
0: Oh, geez.
3: Juniper is giggling in character. Gu- Juniper's having a great time here. Hooray!
4: Someone listened! As if to punctuate this conversation, a gunshot rings out uh, far to the east in the jungle, as presumably Red as met a mittens. <laughs>
3: I mean, looks, your suggestion that Dio just shoot him? Apparently an alright suggestion.
1: <laughs> um my only other option is just to be kind of sneaky.
4: Yeah. Um with that, I think the gunshot you hear a bunch of uh mittens running in this direction to see the source of the sound. And uh Juniper, you've been talking to these plants and now suddenly things are moving too fast for them to give you an accurate picture. Uh why don't you all roll Oh fuck. Why don't you all roll stealth for the next part of this uh escape?
5: <gasps>
4: Twelve.
5: Twenty-one. Hell yeah!
4: Wow, perfect. 21 and 15 passed. That's what I was looking for. Uh, so, why don't you narrate to me, uh, Vimble and Zana specifically, uh, the escape from this jungle? Because it's like as you get closer to the edge, uh, these things are get you know, running towards you in your direction. Uh, the rain is be- I almost said beating down, beating up <laughs> on you. Uh, and you like in the distance, you see the edge of the jungle. But at a certain point, like they catch sight of you and it's just like you're running. How does this look? What does this all, what's this escape look like?
5: Okay, see, I get away, um, or I cause some sort of visceral reaction where I have all of the veins come out and make a big, like, they spread out completely, and then they just start shaking, and they're like, I don't know how to process what I'm looking at, because it's just so much, (laughs) just like a a huge circulatory system coming up and wiggling at you, and then I start running. (laughs)
3: <laughs> the Nettons are just like, the circulatory system, it's too vast. Is this the equivalent of when a creature, like, opens its wings up to seem bigger than it is? Yeah,
5: that's like what I was going for, like, pe- a peacock, but with blood. <laughs> <laughs> <A> blood peacock.
4: <laughs> that's the next predator. Of course, why did I not- Just the blood peacock. <laughs> <laughs> why didn't I think of a blood peacock before now? Um... Yeah, so what what else? Uh, Vimble, you're the you're the stealth master. If uh, I mean Zana can Zana, Zana can ward off some with her circulatory system, but you got to get the the group out of here.
8: All right. I'm like um I uh like I feel like a lot of like Vimble's stealth advice uh comes down to just be as short as Vimble is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, Juniper's got that down. So, Juniper's I mean like I, I sort of like got everyone sort of like on like um um uh, like uh, uh, <laughs> no, 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 uh, so I, like, sort of pull everyone into, like, the bushes, like, while, like, uh, so I was, like, distracting them, and, like, I, uh, I just sort of, like, cover you up with, like, my cloak, and it stinks under there. <laughs> <laughs> oh. it's, it smells of like Axe Body yeah. Spray. <laughs> <laughs> it's really <laughs> gross. Um, but, like, you're, you're all able to, like, sort of, like, uh, uh, like, uh, hold out and, like, um, stick through it as, like, uh, we sort of, like, get just out of, uh, uh, out of, like, immediate, like, chomping distance of them, um, and then, um, uh, yeah, like, uh, we we all sort, like, you start, we start moving, you sort of, like, rush because you're trying to get rid of the, (laughs) get, get out of the gross cloak, (laughs) and, um, and, and so, yeah, they start, like, um, uh, we, we, we're going, like, pretty quietly, but, like, um, uh, a twig snaps, and then they 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 sort of turn, and we have to just start booking it, you know.
6: Yeah.
4: <laughs> uh, so you, when you you run, th- you see the edge of the, the the jungle, and you're like making it this final break forward as the uh, mittens bear down on you. When you when you finally burst out into the other biome, um, you hear them kind of come to a stop behind you, as if like they're uncomfortable with leaving the area. Uh, and so you can, like, run a couple paces and turn around and look, and you see, like, the tree line is just thick with mittens, just some of them, like, towering above you, uh, <laughs> ones that are full of hamsects, and now they're, they're 12 feet tall. Um <laughs> Oh, I'm so happy that I made this thing. That's so good. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that terrible. I mean, that that was such a great idea is that they don't waste any of the biomass because they were created to be perfect. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they have, they don't really they, they digest like they just have absolutely killer saliva. so they don't really have a digestive system. It just goes straight into the blood.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh. So
4: you're all standing there. Um, and after a moment, Fortunato says, so.
2: Do we go around the community to the north
5: or the south? Um, my circulatory system starts spinning in the air. Um, should I roll <laughs> to say
4: what? Hold on, what?
5: <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, you guys are imagining like it comes out and it's in the human form. I'm thinking this thing can go in any shape because it's just veins. Mm-hmm. And so it just starts... You're doing, like, a little lasso of veins. It did a whole thing where <laughs> it just pointed straight up in the air and then started spinning to pick which way he wants to go. Um,
3: Ju- Juniper's looking at the the vague map we made earlier <laughs> and hoping that knows. Well, have has some clues.
4: In episode two... Uh, Juniper, you jumped from building to building across the roofs and then you cl- uh, hung down from the roof to look through a window to see uh, into the main building in the, the first settlement and you saw just this, the most crude map which just had the community and then something to the north, south, east and west. That's all you have to go on.
3: Uh, Jun- Juniper's purely looking at this from the perspective of there was something to the north and something to the south do we remember what those were if we ever knew and if so is one of them a safer option
4: to go near it's funny Red did say in episode 3 but I don't think anybody picked up on it Um, here's here's the thing Vimble do you want to try another cartography roll to get I would love
8: to try another cartography roll to, to
4: get the jungle biome down All right, I got a 10
3: <laughs> That's, that's average Jeez.
4: yeah i mean that is a, definitely a step up you're going in the correct direction <laughs> a 10 hole points
8: yeah i'm not i'm not i'm not rolling well the 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 stealth 15 was plus eight
4: yeah um i will say that you rem- uh because you got an average i'll give you just the barest uh memory of what red said a while ago which is that uh she goes to the different uh communities to check on them to see if it, they need her services which are to you know hurt people who step out of line and she said that uh to the north there was some kind of farm and to the south there was some kind of mine but north or south is the important thing
8: okay wait so sorry it's uh south is the mine north is the uh uh farm correct okay uh, yeah, so, so we got, yeah, there's a, uh, um, I'm, like, I'm gonna show everyone just, like, the, the work like, it, it, it's gonna be, like, generally accurate, but just, it, this map looks like shit, dude, like, this looks like, um, um like, this looks like a, um, a, a very artistically untalented
4: ten-year-old druid, you know? Oh, <laughs> I mean, the jungle section is much more fleshed out, because you were- Yeah, a- yeah. Deep in there, but- Oh, like, it's all
8: accurate, like, I'm I'm just talking, like, in terms of, like, my, like, drawing abilities. Like, it's, like, it's
1: literally, like, stick figures and shit, you know? (laughs) So I guess, uh, Dio asks back to Fortunato, um, uh... Which
4: which do you think is better? (laughs) Um, Fortunato says, Well,
2: now that we know, the believers gave their lives to create reliquaries... It depends on what kind of god you would want to absorb.
3: Well, um, if I was asked, I'd have said nature, but I got beaten to the punch on that. What are the other options?
8: (laughs) Uh, There's farm or mine? Oh, Dark Dark Justice is voting mine. I have a question.
0: What is a farm?
4: (laughs) I have another question. (laughs)
0: what is a mine (laughs) thank
6: you
4: (laughs) fortunato explains that farms are places where food is made and mines are places where metal is taken and that generally if you're looking for supplies uh if you wanted metal supplies like weapons the mine might be the place to go and if you want like uh food supplies or something the farm might be the place to go also you shouldn't know this by now Uh, saying that dice funk has a plan is a very generous way of putting it but let's say i planned for eventually you to discover that you could bond with the animals that the gods created to be your companions but zana has crit already and revealed (laughs) this so if you were looking for animals to bond (laughs) with the farm would be the place to go
8: Um, I also, uh, like, uh, uh, Vimble's just gonna, like, explain to Dio that, like, uh, uh, farms and mines are both places where people who are, uh, too poor to matter, uh, (laughs) spend their lives. (laughs)
6: Uh,
1: and I guess Dio believes that. (laughs) You
4: keep on just feeding my precious character this horrible stuff. Um, I mean, I think Fortunato might chime in and say, everyone
2: here works for the good of the community.
4: Yeah, and I'm gonna be like, yeah, exactly, like like I just said.
2: <sighs> <laughs> there are no unimportant people.
5: I disagree.
2: Do you think we could maybe catch up with
4: Red? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you know, Red Red went directly east back through the central community because she is not wanted like you, so she's getting a head start, and she has a uh, a Zorb Black. So this this is such a great. Season, I love this race because the the research team has a head start. <laughs>
8: I just meant like I feel like she like yeah like even with the even with like the holding a pistol against my head, I feel like that like she was like a bit bit cooler than this guy. Well,
3: we got out <laughs> of the forest really quick because we knew how to do that.
1: Um, I I was gonna say that Dio would say to Fortunato, um,
0: I have no interest in food
1: um but uh if the animal thing is said since then
3: it would be like uh but i
0: do have an interest in making
3: friends mm. juniper is on board with the go go make friends plan m- at the farm mainly because juniper is a little bit jealous of oh if i'd realized what this was that that the forest was was my one I've missed my one, I, w- I-, I want those things now. Give me an animal, find me another nature circulatory system, there'll be stuff out here. <gasps> I'm gonna find a god of charisma, I'm gonna have the charisma skeleton! On the
1: farm? <laughs> <laughs> you- you're gonna get on Mr. Bones' wild ride?
3: <laughs> if, if we if we find a charisma skeleton, oh, that's mine's <laughs> honour.
6: Right I'm
4: sorry, the charisma skeleton is such a powerful image it's just like the most likable Mr. Bones Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mr. Bones' wild ride He's wearing
1: like little sunglasses And he's just like strutting it like uh, Spider-Man 3
5: it looks like the skeleton from Halloween Town
4: <laughs> uh, It's like that spooky, scary skeleton video um, So uh, does that mean we're going to the farm? Uh, Fortunato's fine with either
3: Yeah Let's go to the farm
4: and get ourselves some friends. Uh huh. Uh, This is—it's so funny that you all know about the the bonding stuff right now. It's changing so much. Um, So you start walking uh, northeast. Ah, uh, going back up uh, you know do you see the community off to one side of the, like the wooden buildings and the little main drag and people on their zorplax carrying lumber to build like new barns and stuff um and you're you're trying to give it a wide berth so that they don't come after you uh, do you talk about anything on the way there you uh, all have to you'll have to camp once before you get to the north but uh, otherwise you don't see any you know immediate predicaments on this kind of prairie land
8: while we're while we're passing the town, like uh, 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 sort of Dark Justice is sort of just going like, you know, this is bullshit because we should be the law there, and and just sort of going on like a big thing about that. Mm-hmm.
0: You seem very bothered by the fact that you aren't, uh, you don't have a, a purpose here.
8: Um. Well, yeah, not yet, but that's just because these people are too stupid to realize that it, their purpose should be for me to be their, the law and CEO.
0: I, I can't relate to your situation because I can't imagine what it's like to not have a purpose. I was created for something. Uh, I just have to find out what.
2: We don't need laws. We help each other because without each other, we would die. Would I though? I don't know about that.
0: also we were outside of the law and nothing bad happened in fact we made more friends and zana got extra blood
4: (laughs) yeah let's let's base our legal system on how much blood zana has
5: (laughs) morality and the law are sometimes different and what I say is moral is what it is. Okay, Dio?
1: <laughs> oh, okay.
5: As you can see, every time I've made a choice that everyone disagreed with, good things happened. Like your freedom and my blood.
3: I think someone's slightly twisting events a little
5: bit there. Just is that not bit? the events? Everyone said, don't free the slave. Now we have a free slave. No, none of us said that. We said, come back and do it at night when they're not going to see us do it and get, get Acknowledging attacked. slavery as a concept in the first place. Thank you. Yes, but also, also,
3: we could not have been, we could have been not shot at.
5: Right, but I didn't want to. And guess what? Now we have a free being and I have more blood.
3: And we can't walk through this town, and therefore we might not get the next cool circulatory system. Have
5: you considered that everyone in that town was ugly? It was really (laughs) hard for me. (laughs) Have you considered that not getting murdered, pretty good? Okay, but we're not getting murdered right now, and we don't have to be in that ugly town.
3: Yeah, Uh, because we're we're taking a huge detour around a town for no reason.
5: The reason is that they're ugly.
3: You're ugly. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: ugly of spirit. Oh jeez.
4: <gasps> Fortunato pulls their purple hat down to cover the, uh, their eyes, which presumably are somewhere inside their their clothing, <laughs> and just like, oh fuck, it's on.
3: <laughs> like if you get to decide an entire town is is ugly because you didn't like them.
5: No, because I saw them with my eyes. It was
7: horrible.
1: Dio does the same gesture as Fortunato, but doesn't have a hat. So, this is just kind of looking <laughs> down.
3: Look, there are different kinds of beauty. In... Mm-hmm.
5: Right? There's different types of beauty, but then there's the type that is beauty. So, <laughs> you know, like we say there's other types, uh, but that's just to make ugly people feel better about being smarter or something. <laughs>
4: oh fuck uh so i think uh right now juniper and Zana are at a uh, loggerheads as you make camp for the night I, I, can, um
8: can i uh
4: I, I like yeah
8: uh dark just is gonna like sort of like uh, uh tr- like sort of try and get in the middle and defuse the situation by being like look we can all agree that regardless of uh how attractive they all are
4: we should have been we should be running that town
5: it's true. Ugly people should be subjugated.
4: Oh, okay, hold on. I need to roll something to see if Fortunato ditches you all in the night. <laughs> <laughs> when you say ditches you all, can I go with Fortunato? <laughs> yeah, I, I leave the campaign. I'm with Fortunato now. Um, yeah, interesting. So you, you have to make camp for the night. I have an important question here, which is are you going to spend a spell slot on Goodberry?
3: Um, What level? That's level one, isn't it? Um, one sec.
4: Especially at a, in a low-level campaign like this, that is a real cost. So,
3: yeah, we we have some supplies from the the stuff we started off with. How, what's that looking like? How much do we have in the way
4: of supplies? So to be clear, uh, for people who haven't listened to the show before, we only long rest when we level up uh, because of something that's called the five minute work day in D&D. Uh, it, it's to take a while to explain. It's just a balancing issue. We short rest relatively frequently. We long rest every couple of episodes.
3: The, the short version is players would go, OK, I did that fight. Now I'm going to have an eight hour nap.
4: Anytime you do anything, you could theoretically get everything back, and it completely breaks the balance of the game. So we try to do something more narratively interesting. Uh, Also just because, you know, sometimes you sleep and you don't feel refreshed. It happens, you know? Uh, But as far as the supplies go, you got some for fixing Dio uh, from the dwarves and orcs in that warehouse, but you've used them since then. So you're running low. The question is, do you use Goodberry or do you want to roll to, like, find food?
3: Um, can I attempt to do a roll to find food, um, and if unsuccessful, use Goodberry as the backup?
4: Yes. Although I should mention Zana because you took that uh, ranger level by absorbing the circulatory system. Uh, when you forage, you find twice as much food as you normally would. Is a thing you can do now.
5: Okay. So what should what should I util- utilize to forage? Uh,
4: that's a survival roll.
5: Okay.
1: I would like to also help Juniper because I don't need food so I can dedicate my time to helping to find food.
3: Okay. I'm I'm going to I'm going to attempt that survival. 19.
1: And the shape that takes is that I just mimic what Juniper is doing.
3: Uh 14 from Juniper.
4: Uh, yeah, 19, you crushed it. I mean, this feels like the flavor is self-evident. It's the fact that you have the circulatory system of the god of nature inside you. Uh, but if you want to paint me a picture of your successful hunt for uh, food around here, you you can absolutely do that.
5: Yeah, so like the ends of thousands upon thousands of very fine capillaries, like, are, like I'm walking through and it's kind of like sifting through the grass for me. And then every time it would find, like, anything edible at all that we would like, it just picks it up and, like, puts it in my hands. Uh, So for flavor
3: on uh, Juniper's um, attempting to help with this, um, Juniper is is literally asking the plants, Hey, any of you got any berries on you? And if so, which, which direction you're in?
4: Nice, uh, so you eventually bring all of your uh, stuff back to camp. I noticed that was uh, a, f- a purely vegan uh, foraging attempt there, which is interesting. Uh, so you you know parcel out the berries and the f- the vegetables to everyone, um, and you sit around as the the sun goes down. I
5: well, I picked up a few living animals just to. Add that in just to creep you out. Then a few mice and stuff.
4: <laughs> I, I like to think that you grab a couple of weird uh, little cr- critters out of the grass and then just sneak it into your mouth and don't tell anyone. <laughs>
8: <laughs> I was uh, I was imagining the veins just like 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 plucking uh, like you know rodents or like whatever small animals from like the grass in the same way that you would like pull like like fruit from a tree. It's Just like gently picking them up and strangling
3: them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Jun- Juniper is definitely just getting pl- uh just getting like plants and vegetables and-, and fruits, but is saying thank you to each of the plants upon upon the harvesting. <laughs> just a little thank you.
4: So you all sit down uh to eat. Juniper says thank you to the food, which is precious. Uh, and Fortunato, <laughs> who has some misgivings about some of the people in this party, says
2: so. The believers left their bodies for us to find in the reliquaries. But what is our goal for the piece of Arabella that is yet uncreated? I want to find
0: the uncreator because they will know what the others intended. And one of them made me for something.
4: Fuck, that's so good. I want to say I, earlier someone mentioned about you were made by them, and I did. I let that go without comment. Are you? This is something that you feel you know, or is it a guess? What's is there in an in and out of character disconnect?
1: Uh, Dio has been puzzling it out for a little while, and it seems like the most completely plausible. Uh, the, everything that they have seen confirms it, and everything and nothing that they have seen even comes close to. Uh, disproving it.
4: Yeah. I mean, this is a, a, an incredible motivation for Dio. And I, I'm I'm like, I'm, I'm so full. My brain is full of bees right now. If I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> After this recording, Austin's
1: going into uh, recovery mode from all these high level, important ideas. Uh-huh. Uh, but,
4: I love that I love that for Dio and it's it's an open question. I feel like the people back in the community were like, I don't know, I, just, I think someone brought it and then just abandoned it and you know, it, there's a, a lot of people just assumed things about Dio. Yeah. Right.
3: Um I think Juniper turns around and says, We've not been up here very long, but what's really struck me very quickly is how How quickly everyone is trying to turn this world into the one we left. And... I want to find some way to... Not have it end up like the last one.
2: The Last Believer may have that power.
3: I thought I liked nature, and then I came up here and now I feel like I knew nothing, and... I want to know how to keep this place safe.
4: Fortunato has used the term believer a couple of times. I just want to uh, point out that you all rolled very poorly last episode about religion and stuff. So none of you actually know what that means.
1: Nothing unusual for me. I'm good. That's fine.
4: (laughs) Sick. (laughs) Uh, The question is still on the table for Zana and Vimble. What do you hope to accomplish by winning this race to the end of the, the world? Um.
8: Yeah, I mean, I, 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 you know, I agree. I, I agree with like, you know, um, uh, I think that everyone's, you know, sort of trying to like recreate the same mistakes of like the old world without realizing that like, you know, those mistakes are what caused the problems. You know, namely those problems being uh, government regulation and uh, identity politics <laughs> uh, <laughs> leading to uh, crime just being rampant. And so that that you know that's what I hope to stop.
4: Okay, you know what I. So, I had to separate Fortunato from Austin, because Austin is like, fuck this guy with a rake. <laughs> I mean, I think Fortunato could take you at face value. You want to create a world without crime, which is on its surface, uh, theoretically laudable. There's
8: nothing wrong inherently with that statement. <laughs> There's, like, obviously, everything else that I said is
4: horrible, but I don't think that that... Yeah. Oh, you know what? Actually, Fortunato... <laughs> Who, who's Who's pro-crime?
2: Fortunato might even say, like, maybe... The last place in Arabella could be created to be crime-free. The way the jungle was created to reign up. I like that.
4: Yeah, if the gods could give their lives to make the world and the wor- like, physics and reality can be bent by that godly action. Imagine
8: what they could do. Imagine the police force they could create. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Jesus Christ! We have to kill Bimble. <laughs> we have to kill Bimble.
3: Don't worry. Don't worry. Juniper's genuinely considering the concept. We just,
1: we just have to kill him. He just has to die. <laughs> uh-huh.
6: We've
1: got to, We've got a just uh, uh, a <laughs> certifiable <laughs> Cecil Rhodes on our hands. We have to kill this motherfucker before this before this gets out of hand.
5: Um, I just want to like make people happy and help them. You know the best way I know how. Roll deception. <laughs> I like that you I did that
4: in character voice.
5: Um, I roll deception. <laughs> 20. <laughs> shit
4: fuck <laughs> alright so I think Fortunato is going to interpret this as saying in the same way Vimble wants to create the last biome to be like magically crime free you want to create a place that is like ultimate happiness where everyone will be content and cared for
5: well everyone yeah. will be perfect in my eyes yeah
4: i like that's very funny just how ideological we all are that bimble's the one where we're like has to die has to die and zana is just putting off jafar vibes at all times <laughs> i mean i
1: i i think i think zana has to die i just think we have a much cleaner shot of figuring out Vimble has to die sooner and then doing it <laughs>
3: Look, if there is a difference between gaslighting, can take a while to work out how to deal with someone who wants more cops. Oh, that's that's an easy villain right there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Again, just like last season, all over again.
4: Yeah. So everyone gives their motivation for going on uh, this this race. I I have it kind of in my mind. Is like this is now like the British friends and co hosts. Does the Oregon Trail have any? cultural per- purchase to you oh
3: we we understand it's I a video understand game. It through cultural osmosis yeah it's a it's an old video game about trying to cross the u.s but it wanted to kill you at every And it turn. makes me
1: think of the donna party where they ate each other oh yeah
3: it's sort of choice adventure like a choose your own adventure book kind of game
4: so, so yeah you've heard of it i was just curious like did you grow up with it was it in all your schools
3: oh no, never, never played it. We only like—I yeah, I can't speak it. for anyone else, but I'm only aware of it because it gets mentioned in every piece of media made by Americans. I know
4: about—I know about it because Americans talk
5: Memetic about it. mimetic transference.
4: Yeah. uh, I mean, that's, that's another way of thinking of the season. If it was like a choice between like Star Trek season and Oregon trail season, I just didn't know if that would translate to, to you too.
3: I I get the chance.
4: (laughs) But it is, yeah, you're, you're trying to go to the, to basically the edge of the the world to try to, you know, make your dreams come true. Um, But yeah, it's going to be dangerous.
3: Uh, a a season with with Zana and um, Dark Justice gonna struggle to be. Let's make a reasonable, gentle first contact.
4: <laughs> so as you all spool out your motivations for Fortunato, who just, you know reiterates they just want what's best for Arabella. They they think it's basically their their duty in life to protect it, especially from people from the old world who don't respect it. Um, you all roll perception for me to see if you notice a thing in the, the, the night. 12. Is it a mittens? <laughs> no, you, the mittens didn't seem comfortable leaving the jungle. Mm-hmm. And they play with it?
3: 20. 20 8. I got 5.
4: Oh. All right, we got 20 and 12, so uh, two people above average. Uh, I will give this to Juniper with the highest roll. Uh, so the, the, the sun has gone down in the, in the way it does here in Arabella, which is to say uh, because it's like a flat earth. It, like, dips below the uh, edge of the, the world, as you can see it. But there's still, like, a faint glow on the horizon. Um, and, you know, if you look as far as you can out to the horizon line and do you see something move... On a scale which hurts to contemplate. Um
3: mm.
4: But you only can see it it's very distant, uh it's dark, and uh
3: Um If everyone else has already settled down, Juniper's going to start gently waking everyone and going Hey, um uh call this what you will, maybe maybe small animal sense um there is something and it's moving and i'm concerned
4: i just put a painting in the roll 20 uh this is a work by an artist named Tomislav yagnik uh, oh fuck yes uh, who uh, oh. some of their some of their pieces have gone viral they're often just these enormous monsters uh so that's what i have in mind here this one i think is called something like uh is the forest safe yeah you're good dude um, just, there's just a giant monster lurking in the background, and then a person facing it, and the monster's giving a thumbs up. Can, <laughs> um,
3: can I do any roll to vibe check this big friend?
4: Uh, because you only got average rolls, uh, unfortunately. No, something, but it's so far away. Uh, it, when it moves, um, it like it is like the horizon shifted, um, and then it's not moving anymore when you wake everyone else to look at it.
3: Okay, well, Nick, I I know it doesn't look like it's moving now, but trust me, when a a whole mountain decides to come and hassle us, you'll be glad to know that things like that that are that big are moving.
4: There are things uh, of scales here which are going to take some getting used to, I will say. Uh, but you all rolled really well on supplies, so uh, you are able to sleep through the night and feel well in the morning as you uh, get get your stuff up and start off walking again. Uh, is there anything you want to talk about? Uh, you see the farm in the in the distance, and it looks like you're going to be able to walk up no problem, so you're not worried or in danger.
3: Um. Okay. Juniper is is gonna on on the walk. Uh, head over to Dio and. Uh, offer. So, you, there's a lot you don't know about this world, right? Um, yeah, I guess so. Uh, how much is that? Well, it depends. Uh,
1: do you think there's, there's a lot? More than, like, two, two and a
3: half, half days of stuff? There's probably more than two and a half days of stuff. Uh. So, I... Well, that's okay. There's a lot I don't know as well. I wanted to. I wanted to offer you something. Oh, is there anything you'd like to ask the plants? Because I don't know a lot about what they're like up here. Yeah, and if you've got any questions, I can ask them and see if we can learn anything. Sure, I th- I could probably think of a couple. Yeah, um.
1: Uh. What's it like being a plant? What should I expect from being a plant when I become a plant? Uh, do they know if they were created for a reason? Uh, do they know the person that created them? Are they aware would they like me to find out uh, why they were created? Um do they sleep because I don't and I find the concept quite scary. Um are they um do, is it hard when the rain goes upwards
3: for them uh or is that helpful in 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 some way? Um <laughs> Juniper Juniper will sort of hop up and sort of make a, make a it's okay motion, and we'll summarize that as plants. Do you know how you came to be? Which is a very existential question for plants, I recognize, but...
4: So as you get to the edge of the farm and you start seeing, like, the first fields, are they old world plants or new world plants, you think? Hmm... Um, I ask this because I'm I'm excited for you to think of a new kind of plant, but I also feel like where this goes is like what if a watermelon was purple? <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> yeah,
1: we we already established Brian are um uh are our, a our, our plant animal. I we've already gone wacky with plants. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. I I I think I think the thing that makes these plants unique is that rather than having Lots of roots under the ground. They've got some sort of growths on them that are a little bowl-shaped, and they're sort of collecting water that way that they use to huh. to, water, to to keep themselves hydrated. They've got little water receptacle leaves that just sort of collect the water, and that's how they do.
4: Interesting. Um... So you walk up and you use uh, the piece of the Yggdrasil to speak with plants, and you ask the plant, how were you created? Is that what you said?
1: Also, what's it like being a plant? Also, what should you expect from... If you uh, if you are someone who is going to become a plant, what would you expect that to
4: be like? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I think the, the simple answer the plant says to how did you came to be is someone planted me.
3: Were you planted individually or...? Just all at once, you were suddenly
4: planted. Hmm. I'm thinking from a from a seeds perspective. How this is? I can't believe this always happens. I'm having to always inhabit plants and animals. I don't know that it knows the difference. <laughs> That's that's
3: entirely fair. It's it's a question that's g- going to be asked regardless.
4: Um because you're standing in a in a field on of a farm, it's like at the edge of the uh, at the edge of the community. There's like all of these rows of these bowl plants and you get the, you know, the people here put planted them all, but I don't know if it thinks of it's a relationship to the other plants or the people who did that in any particular way. For them it's just like I didn't exist and then I was a seed and then someone put me in the ground and now I'm growing.
3: Yeah. Yeah and I think I think the way Juniper is going to communicate that back to um to Dio is well much like you this plant doesn't really know where it came from before it it was planted it was helped to exist and suddenly it was and it got to grow and change much like you're doing
1: and then that um I think uh, where the roots of the plant that you planted in Dio's head have been growing, um, a little bit of Dio's like statue head crumbles away. Not a lot, just a little bit. Like roots poke out of like their eyebrow uh, kind of thing,
4: and like just just push out.
3: <laughs> oh, yay!
4: As that happens, uh, you notice uh, someone's walking over to you because you're standing in their field.
3: Oh, hi! Sorry, didn't didn't mean to disturb. Shh. Hello. Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> is that an attempt at communication or is it just shushing us?
4: <laughs> no, the f- the figure it's walking over it shushes you. Like abruptly mid sentence. That wasn't Austin being rude. That's his character. <laughs> no,
1: I got it was the character. I just
4: <laughs> didn't know if they just speak a shushing were, were language. Were you
3: wondering if they we, we were being shushed or they were a yeah. snake?
4: <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, as they get closer, you see it appears to be a halfling, uh, basically D and D's version of a hobbit. So kind of a shortish little guy uh, wearing very loose. No, lo- we got one light. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a gnome, looks similar, but uh gnomes are like sharp Oh, We got a little guy already. All right. Uh th- this halfling has a really <laughs> Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, halfling's wearing really light, loose clothes, uh, like the kind of stuff like you'd want to wear if you were doing a lot of farm work, but also like it's not like jeans and a hat. It's like very loose white like clothing. Um, And they walk over and uh, they shush you if you try to talk to them. Uh, Dio shushes them back. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They actually smile and nod like vigorously.
1: Dio smiles and nods vigorously, shaking (laughs) loose some more dust from
4: uh, the the, the crack where
1: the roots came out.
4: Uh, The halfling uh, 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 reaches into uh, their pocket and like pulls out like uh, a fruit and like offers it to the group as if to say like, are you hungry? I have food.
3: It seems wise to accept food if 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 food's gonna be a concern long term. So yeah, Juniper's gonna accept some.
4: All right, you take the the fruit, and the, the halfling uh, nods and walks back uh, towards the rest of the community. What do you do? I
8: was I uh, I think Vimbles just going to very stealthily and quietly go, like go over there. I feel like I feel like him being quiet is not going to be a problem.
3: I'm so glad you said that because I was sure you were just gonna kinda like, <laughs> "Hey, so why can't I talk?" <laughs> I'm just now
1: reading my can. I'm just now reading my cantrip press digitation, and it says you create an instantaneous harmless sensory effect such as a spar- shower of sparks, a puff or a puff of wind, faint musical notes, or an odd odor. And <laughs> <laughs> I am trying to justify this in character but I I I I, I make Vimble stink even worse <laughs> <laughs>
4: But vimble you, you said you wanted to walk after the halfling You just turned around and gone back to the community
8: yeah well i feel like i feel like for vimble like like his logic here is that like oh there's like like he he's very like tactical so like he's like figuring like oh there's like someone that like we need to like be on guard for so he's like fully like ready to like you know uh he, he, he's like proceeding stealthily but like under the assumption that there's some enemy or some something nearby and so he's like like
3: Yeah. We've got tactical assault, Vimble.
4: Yeah, yeah. Well, this is Dark Justice now, you know?
3: Sorry, tactical assault, Dark Justice.
4: Yeah. All right, as soon as you start doing some Metal Gear stuff to uh, follow after this person, uh, first thing you see is as you uh, get out of that field at the edge of the property, you see a uh, sign which says Duma. D-U-M-A-H. That's all it says.
3: Can we do any kind of check to understand or get any kind of guess at what that is
4: history oh buddy 24 i wonder uh, did you just pay really good attention in this class or is this is there a reason that you know this i'm, I'm very curious uh,
8: wait like uh i mean vimble is like that you know it's, it's just like uh fail son shit so like he he does know a lot about like history and shit like he is very he's very educated he's been rolling like shit (laughs) but like 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 the the design for the character was that like you know he's he's a nerd he has like he doesn't know anything about like talking to people but like he does well in some of his classes specifically like history is i think yeah
4: yeah so duma is the aramaic word for silence it is the name of an angel who presides over the wicked dead with a fiery rod or flaming sword. And a thousand eyes. Uh huh. And as you you see that sign, you see the halfling in the white uh, loose clothing, like walk over to the rest of the community where people are beginning to like stir and wake up and get ready to go out farming, and they are also all wearing uniform white clothing. Uh, and you roll a twenty. Four, so I want to say that the word that comes to mind is cult.
3: Yeah, that's uh, a.
4: <laughs> I, was, I
3: was getting that vibe.
8: I'm so
4: excited.
3: We, we've stumbled upon the the don't make any sounds cult. I dig it. Yeah, I mean i i could I could go for being part of a cult when no one says anything anymore. <laughs> <laughs> silent, silent podcast. Chill.
7: <laughs> I saw a spark against the dark. And we erupt, but it's a slow burn We take our chance and start to dance can see enough to know to turn around The sound of a bonfire carries over fences Titillates our senses, but we don't need the heat A chill wind is pushing you into me And it's looking like we might be burning Might be burning, might be burning down But we're a bonfire, we keep putting in, we keep putting in Oh, We're a bonfire, I keep putting in, you keep putting in I take your hand, but you demand a different love, a different touch So off we go to burn below the candling wasn't quite enough. The sound of a bonfire carries over fences, titillates our senses, but we don't need the heat. A chill wind is pushing you into me, and it's looking like we might be burning, might be burning, might be burning down, but we're a bonfire, I keep putting in, you keep putting in, Oh, we're a bonfire. I keep putting in, you keep putting in And it's so cold but I don't care I pull against you and I smell your hair And I hear crickets all around in the night. I think they might see our light, cause we're a bonfire. But we're a bonfire, I keep putting in, you keep putting in. Oh, we're a bonfire, I keep putting in, you keep putting in.